Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch. Brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, July 19th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, all eyes are on what happens Wednesday in the Senate when it comes to infrastructure and a budget resolution. Number two, the House is back for what we're calling prep week. Number three, the House Republican American Action Network has new polling that we got our hands on. All right, Jake, let's get to it. It is going to be an intense week in Washington. All eyes are on what is going to happen now that Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer has teed up this cloture vote on Wednesday. Break it down for us. Yeah, so um, Wednesday is the big vote. Schumer's filing cloture on uh, the bipartisan infrastructure bill uh, today, and and the bill's not done. So... um, that is that's where we are. Schumer's trying to put pressure on this bipartisan group to come up with the solution. I guess I see two things happening here. There are two different paths that could that we could go down either three, I guess they he could file this and there's and it it fails and it, there's no, you know, there's no um, uh, it blows up and there's no deal. There could be a deal in the intervening days or Schumer could cancel cancel the vote uh, uh, because there is no deal. So um Kind of a big week in that respect, but it's also a big week for his whole agenda because, frankly, if they don't get this bipartisan deal, I think the uh, budget becomes more difficult to to um, to get done, and the budget is the meat of his agenda. So, um, a big deal here. And also, listen, yesterday Rob Portman on television said on CNN said that the that they are canceling. They were trying to pay for this package with uh, increased IRS enforcement. So they were trying to pick up more money from people who don't pay taxes or who don't pay enough taxes. Uh, That has fallen out of the agreement. So that makes this all much more difficult to get done. And as much as the negotiation is really between Republicans and Democrats, I think it's also so important when you look at what Schumer has to do with just his own moderate Democrats, right? Because he's going to need Joe Manchin, Kirsten Sinema, John Tester, Maggie Hassan, if, uh, especially Sinema, if this bipartisan deal doesn't come together, which right now, Monday, 5 a.m., it doesn't look like it's coming together by Wednesday, um, you know, they're he's going to have to keep them on board or feel like he didn't rush the process too much so that they could still consider supporting the budget resolution, which nobody has, none of those members have said that they're going to necessarily support. Yeah, um, it's funny because now that we're saying it's going to blow up, watch, they'll get us some sort of agreement. But, um, you know, all you all heard it here on Punchbowl News. we'll take it we'll take we'll take every position here if you want um no but i i I think that's right i think i think um you know listen it's just this is a big we say this every week but this is just such a big week for for the totality of joe biden's agenda all right and the other just highlight i think that's important to note the senate rules committee is holding its first field hearing in almost two decades with a session in atlanta today on voting rights just uh, another indication of how democrats are trying to put the pressure keep the pressure up on voting rights, even though I think both of us are pretty bearish that there is really a pathway forward, uh, at least right now in the Senate for figuring out um, some kind of a way to revamp voting laws. 
Uh, let's move on to the number two story of the day. The People's House is back, but I love, uh, I think you called it, it's basically prep week. It sounds like it's something from a college campus, but talk to us about what the house is doing uh, in terms of its agenda kind of, you know, kind of laying, like going forward. Yeah, so the the uh, Pelosi and Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, and her top people will be trying to uh, galvanize support around this um, $3.5 trillion budget resolution that came out of the Senate. Now it's going to be too much for a lot of people in the House. It's going to be too little for others, and it'll become especially difficult if um, – uh, if this bipartisan infrastructure deal falls apart now, I, and again, we don't know whether that's going to happen or not, but if, if that does fall apart, I really do think them they're going to have a tough time getting this thing together because I, I was, I've been speaking to a lot of people the last couple of days, some of whom, and we quoted somebody in, in Punchbowl News last week, I believe it was, um, saying that it's 3.5 trillion is just way too much money to spend on, on, on anything. And I, you know, I, if you are, I will take a little tangent here, Anna, but not too much of one, but like this just describes, this just describes the, um, the, the problem for Democrats. If you are a Democrat in any kind of race in America, um, and you, you, you know, you, you, you you expect Republicans to have a good year based on historical precedent. Uh, and you, and there's a, a, trillion bill that has come up like forget what's in it for a second because i i i'll concede the point that a lot of the stuff in the bill is going to be um popular individually but can you vote for a bill with a 3.5 trillion dollar price tag and i think the answer to that for a lot of democrats that i've spoken to is is no you can't you can't vote with with inflation and um all else that's going on in the country can you vote for a 3.5 trillion dollar bill and i and a lot of people i've spoken to say no doesn't matter what's in it that is way too high for me Although I'd say they might say that privately, but they certainly have kept their powder dry. I think that's one of the things that have been really interesting to watch on the Democratic side of things so far is the leeway with which the vast majority, whether it's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or it's, you know, more of the moderate side of, you know, the the Democratic Party, they've really are trying to allow the process to go forward. Because I do think as much as I, I totally agree and I you concede your point that there's a lot of Democrats that are very concerned about the price tag of this. I do think that there is a sense that time is limited. They don't know when they'll have the majority back again. A lot of these seats might be lost no matter what, whether they whether they vote for a $3.5 trillion package or not. And it's kind of this once in a generation consideration. I, whether that... Do you know the Anna, do you remember? Plays, do you remember? We'll, we'll see. Do you remember the last time we heard about the once in a generation chance for Democrats? It was 2009 and 2010 when it was once in a generation and then it was, you know, 10 years or eight years in the minority for Democrats. I'm not suggesting that that they're going to that they're that this is a mistake or whatever, but I am suggesting that it just sounds very similar. And again, I've heard from a lot of people privately and I, I concede your point. They've not said it publicly yet, but um if you I've heard a lot of I've heard from a lot of people privately that three point five trillion dollars, no matter what is in it, is too much. And we'll see if they if their bark is as as bad as if their bite is as bad as their bark. Right. I mean, that's that there's no question about that. People tend to have weak knees once Nancy Pelosi gets involved. All right, let's go on to the number three story of the morning. Inside the House GOP, we got our hands on a 
poll from the American Action Network uh, that takes the temperature of registered voters in 51 battleground districts. This is going to be presented to House Republicans uh, later this week, but we have some interesting data points, including 88% of voters say they are worried somewhat or extremely about the rising cost of living. 86% say inflation. 79% on rising gas prices, and 73% say impending tax increases. This, of course, plays into many of the themes that Republicans have been hammering home for the last several months. Yeah, that's right. So this is a poll that I know for a fact will be in the hands of uh, Republican leaders and Republican uh, members of Congress in the next couple days. A lot of concern on inflation. I'm not going to go through all these things, but a lot of concern from uh, Republic from from battleground voters on inflation and um, some bad numbers for Democrats on the border and on law enforcement. Uh, Republicans are still trusted more. So listen, I I this is we're in um, July of 2021, long way from election day, but still interesting concerns um, uh, from uh, battleground voters. And I would just say that just add one little kind of addendum to that, which is it seems as though, at least from this poll, that a lot of those themes that Republicans have been hitting for a long time, inflation, you know, policing, all, you know, have really started to resonate with their voters, which is something that is is got to be, you know, gratifying. And I think probably you see Republicans continue to stay on that message uh, in the coming months. One last note, uh, if you are a senior member of the Capitol Hill uh, staff, please look in your inbox today. We are sending out the latest The Canvas survey, our anonymous survey of senior staff. It's going to be the last one before the August break, and we there is no shortage of things to uh, get your opinion on, so we hope that you will take that. Thank you so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.